Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Friday, June 3rd, 2022. I had to think a while to get that year right. Uh, I'm Sam Minter. Yvonne Bo is here. This is Curmudgeon's Corner. And yeah. Hi, Yvonne. Ah, I'm here. I didn't start like last week. I was listening to the recording of last week. Just uh, for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I did. Well, I started off a little bit, but I, I will admit that you, you, me you fiddling. You forgot the mute, and then you said fuck. Well, the thing is that it's not just that I forgot the mute, right? The reason why I exclaimed that after I, I did it is because I was struggling to be able to get to it to click on it, okay? And so, you know, I'm like over here, and I'm going, what the fuck, the stupid and finally, I clicked on it, and of course, the first word afterwards was that fuck. You know, I mean, it's like it's just irritated by. So, know, how by. exactly were you struggling? Was your like mouse resisting think, you or I, something? I, I, I think that what happened is right because when we started talking, we started looking at subjects and whatever and whatnot. So, the window for the recorder was underneath a couple of other windows. Mm. So, I was struggling to get to the damn window. Okay. Um, in order to click on the thing, you know, because we, we plan and we talk and we went over stuff and, you know, you, you were like displaying your dream thing, displaying, you know, replaying, whatever. Right. Right. And so, you know, uh, so I was doing that. Um, so anyway, um, so no, today I, I had the window up because our, our 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 planning today today was a struggle. We're like we're not. It's not that there is. I mean, there's stuff going on. We got a war. We got another shooting. We got we had a speech. I think we had of, two more shootings that were big yeah, enough to hit the national two. news since the last time. Yep. I mean, you know, there's economic things going on. There's stuff going on, but nothing really grabbed our. You know. Look, we talked about guns last week to death. I'm sure we could talk a little bit about you know, about it today, uh, a, a little bit more, some uh, more stuff going on, but, but still we're, we're still in the same spot as people are negotiating doing stuff or whatever, but there, there isn't a major development at this point, uh, beyond what we know and information. So, you know, and, and obviously we're outraged about it, but you know, it's like, I don't know. We've been outraged. We, we, we talked about shit guns last week. The, the week before that we talked about economy, Um, the, the Ukraine situation is ongoing, but has been sort of pretty static for the last few weeks. The Russians have made a little bit of gains here, but, uh, pretty static overall. Um, of course, lots of people are dying, so I shouldn't just, well, yes, but but the point is there wasn't a lot. I mean, it's, it's, it's not like it's a new development. Unfortunately, a lot of people are dying you know yes well yes. the one thing that did grab my fancy instead of a butt first this week completely let's you know oh and by, by the way i i should yeah. just say we decided based on all of this we're gonna do a quick butt first and then we're just gonna lightning around the rest of the show alternating back and forth on smaller topics until we're all sick of each other and the topics yeah so so i you know one thing that grabbed my 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 fancy fancy this week was yes um so I was, I, I'm, I've been reading some articles uh, on auto racing from this person on the site Jalopnik. 
Um, okay. We, to be fair, the writing there, it's, it's not great. Is this okay. the same person you were complaining about a few weeks ago when you were talking well, about F1 stuff? Well, she mentioned one thing, but it's not, I'm not talking about her. What happened uh, is it's different in an writing. article. Yeah, yeah. What happened? No, it's the same writer, but I'm not, I'm, I have no issue with her writing. Okay. Uh, what happened is that she, she mentioned uh, a couple, uh, a podcast for some people, this, this, the two women in the U.S. that are F1 fans. They're relatively young and they come into into Formula One. And the thing is that there is a new generation, a whole bunch of people now where the sport has become more popular uh, with a with with in the United States. It's there's been a lot of growth. There, there's been a lot of growth in the United States on sports that used to be not very popular in the U.S. in, in years past, such as soccer, football, you know, around the world, which is really the most popular sport. And and Formula One, which is the most popular, you know, auto racing outside in the rest in the world, you know, that is the most popular form of auto racing. But it just wasn't popular in the U.S. Uh, but it's been gaining popularity. And so it, it was interesting. It's just, to, you know, mentioned a podcast about a couple of people. Uh, a couple of young women that are into racing and they were talking about how much it costs to come to the race in Miami and so forth and so on. And, uh, but the weird thing is, so they've got this podcast. Apparently it's gotten quite a lot of following. One thing I, I, I yes, listened yes. to it. I'm sorry, but our podcast sounds better than these. I mean, it's funnier. What, and just better audio than these quality wise or, or just, our actual just, quality just the, of our conversation? Our conversation. <laughs> I mean, this was not, I, I, you know, it's a very popular podcast. And I'm like, the hell, man. I mean, we're more entertaining than these people. And I hear these couple of people what that they became into this massive podcast. And I'm listening to this and I'm like, who the hell wants to listen to this droning? I mean, this is, you know, well, it's just not, I you mean, know, it's just that you I, saying that makes me have to mention one thing that we, it was, I did share it on our curmudgeons corner slack, uh, which, which is a, a, a couple of guys who, oh, yes, uh, the white noise. Yes. Right, you're who, bringing my point up and my point. Exactly. So the, I, the, I guess there you go. <laughs> the basic, yeah, you mentioned droning. Well, and, they and decide, the thing is, and by, and by the way, I, I saw that. Listen, before you shared it on the Slack. Yes, I had shared I it on watching, Twitter before that. No, too. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Before you shared that on Twitter. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I put on Bloomberg News in the morning. Oh, okay, and you, I, so you heard the story about it. And, and no, I, no, no, I, no. What happened? I shared no, a Bloomberg no, no. article. Because there's a Bloomberg article about it. But but the thing is that I, I how this happened is that I, I used, I, I watched this Bloomberg broadcast. Yeah, yeah. That is basically... Uh, on the bottom, there's a scroll of what the articles are. Oh, about. and you saw it on the And scroll. on the right side is like the market data, and they've got the news, so they've got everything. And all of a sudden, I saw this thing. People making $18,000 a month on white noise podcasts. Yes. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? And, and I mean, that hit me. I, I saw that very early in the morning before you shared it later. And I went and I, I found the article, but I work, whatever, distracted me. Then later on, you should wait much later. You shared it. And I'm like, well, you beat me to it because I got too busy. Yeah. Yeah. But but, but yeah, these these people are making eighteen thousand dollars a month. On white noise. On white noise. Now, now to be and, clear, and it just it, it shows that what whatever the fuck we're doing, 
we're just two fucking morons. But aside from that, <laughs> the fact that I hear these people that That's... by God, okay, talk was inane, dull, and boring. Forget about that. I didn't even even like the subject because one of the things that I found, you know, about, I'm sure a number of people would say exactly that about us. Uh, listen, they can say, l- listen, wait, wait, wait. They can say they don't like it. Boring? Fuck off. No, <laughs> that, that we're not. Okay. Um, maybe in some stretches, but no. Okay. So the one thing is that uh, I, I hear, you know, what they're talking about. And well, well, first of all, what I found is that these people, uh, and, and I guess this, this, this happens in a lot of places where they're not in- interested in the actual subject matter of it, but they're more interested in the stories about the people around it. Okay. Right. So it's like, it's not like I'm interested on the policy that Joe and Jill Biden are doing. It's like, oh my God, look at Jill Biden's dress. Mm, okay. And look, uh, J- uh, Jill's daughter is dating whomever. And, oh, the press secretary is dating so-and-so. For- and, I- and I'm like, well, okay, I guess this is a way to get into uh, Formula One, I guess. But it's just. It's just not, I, I, to me, I mean, I'm like, this is, okay, this is ridiculous. I mean, I, I, I guess I'm, you know, I, okay, I'm a curmudgeon. I, 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 I race the damn cars. I like the damn racing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I guess that I, I, I realize as I go further, right, that it's just, it's not just that I've, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, in my skill set and the things that I've done behind the wheel of a car, I'm, I guess I'm ahead of like 99% of the people in terms of that, even like people that watch racing. I mean, I, that, that's a reality. I mean, I, 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 there, there's this popular movie called Ford versus Ferrari. They talk about the guy competing against the guy got, bon, you know, a guy called Bob Bondurant. I mean, that guy trained me to race a car. Okay. All right. So it's not like, you know, so I, okay, I understand that I am like way wonkier and have actually, you know, like raced like for real, you know, Mm -hmm. in my, not in my dreams of it, you know? And so, okay, I get that. I I, I may be a lot wonkier than it, but I just, it, it never crosses my mind to look at the aspect of, because these people attend like the Met Gala and then they go into this stuff. And that's the stuff that they're really interested in. I, 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 I have zero interest in that. And so I saw, well, that's what this podcast is about. They're not going to be talking about the racing. Well, I'm not really interested in that, but it's just not the style itself. And, 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 and then of course, now you reminded me, of course, the fact that some assholes are making, well, what am I calling assholes? No, they're geniuses are making thousand dollars a month fucking broadcasting white noise and i'm like what the hell are we doing wrong here and, and, and to be clear what the way the fuck are we doing wrong here man seriously they, they they have an ad at the beginning of the white noise and they sell that ad and they, they they're <laughs> they're variants of this like there's white noise for babies white noise for your pet white noise to go to sleep to blah 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 and you know like their apps there, there are tons of like apps you can buy to do this too. The, hell, there are physical machines you can buy that do this. Well, look, I you remember know, but- for our mutual friend Kathy. Okay, she, uh, I, I bought her a little white noise machine yeah. to go to sleep. Okay, uh, from 
you know, this was like in the days back then of like the sharper image. Right? There were they, mm-hmm. they sold mm-hmm. a little white noise machine. Yeah, there are tons and, of them you can buy. Right, and and but but back then that was like well back then that was innovative. It didn't okay, even fine. exist. Now they have like different tones or whatever. We're talking about 25, 30 years ago. They were one of the first people that sold a white noise machine. And I guess you know the thing is that uh, it, it it was. You know, sometimes some noise I, at night would 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 bother her when you're sleeping. She was living in Puerto Rico. One of the things that Puerto Rico has is these frogs called cookies, <laughs> yeah. the tiny frogs, and they're very yeah. loud. Okay, and so I'm used to them, but she wasn't. So I got her the little white noise machine so she could, yeah, and she so, could sleep. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, po- so, the point. The point but is now. Yes, I know the, now it's a freaking yeah. I know now they're electronic machines. Now you got podcasts of it. Now it's like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And wow. so these guys were just like, hey, these oh, like lots of people have these apps. Lots of people use this. Let's make it a podcast. And they're like, we don't put ads in the middle of it because that would disturb the calm. Well, but right. We'll put a, but we'll put an ad at the beginning, right? When you turn it on. Yeah, and there you go. Eighteen thousand a month from this stuff. We are a couple of fucking morons. <laughs> we have been podcasting for almost 20 fucking years. And definitely if we have not come up with a way to make that kind of fucking money, I honestly just have concluded that we're just hey, too hey, fucking Yvonne, more- Yvonne, we yeah. make almost, almost $15 a month from the Patreon. Woohoo! And, and the software that I use to record oh, wait, this now so- costs $20 a month. So we're, so right we're now- doing great. <laughs> So, so we're only how how short are we right now from like from from these guys, uh, buddy, buddy, you know, oh, like eighteen thousand a month. Yeah, we're 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 wait wait uh, yeah, 18, so eighteen thousand and five or so. Yeah, uh, yes. So we're we're way because we're negative right now. So right, so yeah. right, so we're way <laughs> short of these guys' uh of uh, uh, revenue generation. That's for damn sure. Jesus yeah. Christ. And, you know, and they've got like, you know, obviously to make those kinds of numbers on the ads, they've got huge numbers of downloads and listeners. I mean, I, I mean we're just we're just a couple of morons. <laughs> I mean, I come to the conclusion we're just two fucking morons. You know, I could probably work it out to like forget the white noise because apparently that space is taken but i could make an annoying noise podcast well yeah i mean i think we'd have to market cornered on that one <laughs> good just, god just, just like you know yeah, well, we'll take those breaks that that you did the ones that people really don't there like. you go and i'll make a just whole do- hour of them or something right just, just you know what? for an hour you know what why the hell do we just do that for the hell of it can i be honest I mean, what are we, wait, what, what are we, what, 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 I mean, what, are, I mean, look. well, I was thinking more like, you know, n- nails on a chalkboard and things like that. No, 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 no. I, I think just take the one. You and I singing. No, 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 no. We're getting way too, you see, here's the thing. We're, we're overthinking this. Okay. Oh, right. I mean, we just need to go down to the basics. Okay. We just make like blathering, just nonsense noise. And we could just take your blathering nonsense noise ones now that you've got already. We just mm-hmm. put that on replay for an hour. There you go. Perfect. And that's it. <laughs> Post it out there. And then, you know, what we do is like every time we just record three minutes of blathering noise every every time. So we just get on here and go. Blah, 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 blah. You know, there's enough. And, and, and then we just, we only need like a couple of minutes and then, you know, whatever. You just, you know. Replay it. Voila. 
There's another one that I've seen occasionally that's along the same same idea as the white noise, something to go to sleep to. Um, but it's actually some guy talking, but it's uh-huh. basically, it, it's like podcast to go to sleep to. I forget what it's called. There's probably a variety of them out there, but it's basically him just droning on in a monotone talking about random uncontroversial shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. with, with the notion that like you put him on and put it on your headphones or whatever, you'll be asleep in 10 minutes. Cause like, it's just incredibly boring and yeah. Yeah. Make it incredibly boring. Okay. I mean, so, so, well, I, I mean, I gotta admit that I think you may have that tone down when you're recording for the uh, dream things. Yes. It, 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 it's kind of like just really just this dead set <laughs> monotone, you know, that it's just, it's just amazing. I mean, honestly, I, I mean, I, 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 I think you may have that, uh, and, really, and, and, by the uh, way, for, down. Uh, just, just to promote it. If, if any of you have missed the one I included last week, and I will include some in the rotation of breaks occasionally, uh, but it's, there's not one scheduled for today, but, uh, the, you can find me on TikTok. I'm at Abelsmay on TikTok, just like I'm Abelsmay pretty much everywhere. And, uh, look there and you will see the Apple dreams and you'll hear some of those anyway. Uh. Apple dream, Apple dream, Apple dream. There, there you go. That's what I got to do. I got to record an intro to it like that. I yeah, got to, I got to make yeah. that song. You know, and, and yeah, anyway, anyway, well, no, no, but, and anything more <laughs> about like being frustrated by podcasts that are doing extremely well that you've feel well, are not as good as ours well, no, actually, my, my, well well i i well first of all i found it irritating I, I just thought it's just very strange how certain people what they get into something is not the is the people and everything around it it's like the gossip around it instead of the actual uh events itself mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah um, no i hear you and I, I just find that just very, just, just, just odd. But, but I, I mean, there's a, I mean, for decades, there's been an industry around that, I guess. I, 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 you know, there's so many people that that's what they, they really care about. You know, they, I mean, this, I mean, there's magazines. I mean, I guess like the National Enquirer and all of these around, you know, not the TV programs themselves, but about the lives and the pop mm-hmm. we got, see everything surrounding the, those, I guess, uh. I just, I, I, I hadn't, uh, you know, uh, you know, they were saying, oh, look, Formula One has a new audience in the United States. And I'm like, oh, look at that. Then I, I hear them and they're all, that's all they're talking about. It's just about the, about that. Well, well you know, even, even, like, huh. even, even with our kind of stuff, I mean, there's still levels of this, right? Cause you, you also hear people complaining about people who talk about politics, who sort of treat it as politics as sports, where you're sort Correct. of oh yeah 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 there's definitely that absolutely. as a, as and and we do we do some of that um, as opposed to like we're just going to spend an hour talking seriously about different policy options or something without talking about the politics surrounding it and the horse race and instead it's just like well let's debate these three healthcare plans and see which one we think is best. Mm-hmm. Well, I will agree that we get do get into some of that, but I don't think that we get into like uh, 
you we know, don't what, get into what, the... what, 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 what is Nancy Pelosi's la- latest dress when she showed no, no, up. We, we don't get into that. That's why I'm saying there are levels though. Like some people will say that even the kind of stuff we do get into is superficial and we should be getting into the like eh, media look, policy get, stuff. I, I think the one thing, it, it, listen, it, it, we get, it, well, sometimes what we get is not into like the dresses that Nancy Pelosi wore. We get <laughs> a little bit into like the, the mechanics of how things happen and not sometimes what the policy is in large part, because in our, in this subject area, a a lot of times it's even, it's more important, the process than the actual thing that is being debated itself. Um, because because the, 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 the the process constrains what the policy options are significantly. Exactly. Exactly. Like, so we, we could make up some policy and say, this is how we think healthcare should work, or this is how we think gun control should work or whatever. But the reality of what might actually be able to happen is incredibly constrained by the process, by the, by the process surrounding it and by the politics and who supports what and what people think will get them more support and less support and all this kind of stuff. So yeah, anyway. But look, I, I, and let, and let's be clear about this. Uh, uh, the Republicans right now, the one thing that has made them be able to get the hold on power that they have right now is precisely because they focused on the process. Mm-hmm. Um, that is what they have focused on the last 20 years. They realize that they're not popular, their policies are not that popular, whatever. So what the hell do we do? Hey, you know what? We were able to to delay judges from being named for the longest effing time. We just figured, fuck it. We just delay it, delay it, delay it, delay it, delay it. And then they got the fucking golden opportunity that Trump got nominated. And what did they do? They stuffed the courts with their judges and their Mm -hmm. lifetime appointments. And so that is the kind of process that we're talking about where it's like those tactics are the ones that are making a lot of this shit happen. And the fact that I think that to the Democrats' detriment, the fact that they are not battling at that level is one of the biggest reasons why they are struggling pushing ahead their agenda in many places. Um, you know, so so yeah, so uh, yeah, so bottom line is yeah, going back we, to the original subject of the podcast. It, yeah. it, it's basically. You know, I'm more interested in in the issues. I, I really, I think, I, I just have never had interest for for that kind of in the gossipy stuff. In the gossipy well, stuff, you know, I was lots, always like, lots of people the, love it. Lots of people, right, love lots it. of people love it. I mean, sometimes I like a little tidbit here and there. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like it's not like I'm completely like uh, allergic to it. But for the most part, I hear a couple of things and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm good. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Uh, so I guess our, but first is kind of a lightning round. So whatever yep. this is, we, we've already started lightninging. Let me, let me do mine. Lightning. Lightning. So, so I mean, yes. why is it pronounced lightning instead of litning? Or ligitning? Lighting. Right. There we go. I, 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 when I was when I was little, I think when yes. I first tried to pronounce it, I believed that that's what I was attempting to do. You know, and I think I've mentioned this before. When my son was little, he would say Nene McQueen for Lightning McQueen from now. There, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, that's so, very n- common with the Nene with, with the kids. Like I cannot get my son to correct. Uh, uh, right now, he's doing his pronunciations much better. 
uh, Turkish Airlines to him is Tumis. I can't okay. get him out of that one. It's okay. Tumis. Uh, oh, what was... You were going to do no, no, your yeah, part. Yeah, no, I was, you of, mentioned the plane. The I was just going to say, um, my son Alex, when he was small, also had um, one of these little planes that like, I went on a flight somewhere. I think it was when I went to Romania for work. Um, and I brought home one of these little little plane things that you can get at the airport sometimes. It's like, and it was a KLM plane. And uh, for you, and I, I damn, I don't have a KLM plane. Damn it. But it was, um, but he, he, for years called it the meatball plane. The meatball plane. Cause the logo has little circles on it. it Okay. I guess. All right. Never thought of it as a meatball. Okay. So anyway, so my turn. Yep. Um, I just wanted to mention that it's been two weeks and I'm still COVID positive and I'm ready to be done. Uh, how you feel? Uh, I, I still kind of feel, oh, I just an update from last week, I guess. Um, uh, my wife is now COVID negative the and crown pa- on the KLM logo. That's what he calls the meatballs. It's a crown. Yes. 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 yes the crown. Anyway, anyway. It's, but it's got like three circles. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's just, yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, uh, my wife who got it first negative, uh, passed the CDC guidelines for when it was safe to go out and is now back out and about doing her like political campaigning stuff, stuff. Um, my, my son who despite testing positive had been, had not had any significant symptoms, uh, after the five days or whatever, and still testing negative on the home test has the last couple days been sporting a nice little fever. Um, not like hundred plus, but like, you know, in 99 something just consistently slightly high and obviously sort of moody, not feeling great. And so, you know, so, you know, it's, it's almost like his symptoms have been worse the second week than the first, despite like, and he never tested positive on a home test. He only popped positive on the PCR test. Okay. Um, for me, uh, so like, you know, he was supposed to go back to school on Tuesday of this week and it was like, nah, he's, he's got a fever. He's obviously still not feeling great. So he hasn't been to school at all so far this week. He still was showing a fever as of an hour ago. and like like is like lying down somewhere right now rather than okay. like doing active stuff so like he's obviously still not feeling great today so we'll probably go a full two weeks without him going to school we'll see how it looks like on monday i guess we'll we'll evaluate friday well, like when it comes I'm, I'm sure out he's but, not he's not shedding any tears oh he going to when he tested positive he was so happy <laughs> because he knew that guaranteed him a week out of school Jesus Christ. Good Lord. Uh, so now me personally, um, you know, I mentioned last week that I was doing work the whole week long anyway, and I was working as much or more as I did u- usually. And I did that all week, but I decided, um, you know, and, and it in part encouraged by my, uh, my manager, um, I, 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 you know, Monday was a holiday. I was like, I'm taking Tuesday and Wednesday off too. So good just, idea. Uh, so I I took um, I, yeah get so, some rest. Yeah, so I had this all, thing is exhausting. I had all weekend. I had Monday. I had Tuesday. I had Wednesday. Oh, I slept good. a lot. 
Yeah. Um, this thing makes you sleep a lot. Let me oh, tell you. yeah. I, I, I was like, I one of those nights I slept 12 hours straight, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so I slept a lot. Um, but even now, like, <clears throat> you know, I th- the way I describe it is m- my symptoms have pretty much held kind of steady the whole time. I mean, it's not getting worse, but I, I don't feel like it. And it's not that bad. It's never been much more than mild, but I like, I've had a consistent headache now for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. A, a consistent headache, stuffy head. Um, it's, it's debilitating. It's not, it, it's not say it's not paralyzing, but it definitely, you feel it. Yeah. And I, I feel lucky. I'm not having like breathing problems that right. would I would hate that, that, you know, that's, that would be awful. Like as an asthmatic, if I had that going on, that would just make everything so much worse. But uh, I haven't had that. I've just had you know, a continuous headache, continuous sort of stuffy head, but not so stuffy that I'm like blowing my nose all the time. It just feels stuffy and, um, and tired and a little bit of also like every, every once in a while I perk up a little bit, but I found my, my stamina for anything like actually like walking around and vertical is really low. Like, um, you know, if I'm sitting at, if I'm sitting on the couch or at the computer doing stuff, I can go for, you know, a decent amount of time. But if I get up and walk around the house or something like a very small amount of that, and I'm like, okay, I'm done for now. I have to like rest for a while to recover from that. Um, and you know, and some days have been worse than others in terms of that kind of stuff. But, um, like I think, yeah, yeah. So, it, but it's it's like you know, it's just puttering along. I mean, I, I I can't say definitively. Oh my god, I feel so much better than I did like yesterday or the day before. It's about the same. Um, and like you said, it's not. It's it's what I have, and apparently this is what's going around. Like like if you look at the numbers right now, like. You know, I, it's been a long time since we do, did this. So let me just say, first of all, on a worldwide basis, um, we had a little bit of a, a bump in spikes, a bump in spikes, a, a bump, bump in, in spikes, a, a bump, bump in cases that peaked, oh. sort, that, oh. that peaked sort of May 22nd. That's a new title for our episode. Yeah, there you go. Uh, th- there was a bump in cases that uh, peaked sort of uh, May 20th, 22nd, somewhere around there. Um, and people have talked about how cases are woefully underreported at this time. I mean, like my case was not reported. It was a home test. And because I, I had a positive home test, I didn't take a PCR. My wife and son both had PCR. So they were reported in the official numbers wherever they go, but I wasn't. And most people who are having mild cases aren't reporting it right now. And basically the situation is because of the massive wave we had a couple months ago and a significant penetration of uh, vaccination, you know, this last time had a, a, a bump in cases, but most of them were mild as we were been talking. Right. Right. Uh, and this is on a worldwide basis and U.S. I'll get to U.S. numbers in a second. But uh, on a worldwide basis, despite the cases bump, there was never a bump in deaths. Right. Deaths has been continuously going down since February. Right. Um, and is now like, you know, at, you know, levels last seen in uh, March 2020, you know, um, and, and still dropping as far as I can tell um, in the in the U.S. Um, 
we had again a spike in cases. Actually, in the U.S., it was less of a spike and sort of, you know, a gradual increase from March through to the end of May. But now that's heading down too in terms of cases, uh, with all the same issues about case reporting and stuff. Um, but also in the U.S., um, deaths never stopped going down. And well, right. there's a little tiny bump in deaths, but basically deaths has been flat, flat or down for a little while yet. A little tiny bump sort of towards the end of May, but looks like it's heading down again. I So like in terms of those kinds of numbers, if you're looking at deaths, it's like, you know, both in the U.S. and worldwide, we're in a really freaking good place right now. Uh, but it's sort of, I think be, because of the case reporting, that is masking that there's still lots of people catching like what I have right now and what you had a few months ago, which is, yeah, you get sick. You're, you're not in the hospital. You're not like, you know, about to die. I mean, some people are still dying. Don't get me wrong. You know, no, we but, still, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're still, we're, we're still averaging about, around right. in the U S around 300 people a day dying and worldwide about 1200 a day uh, dying. Um, so, or 1300 actually. Um, so that, that, you know, there are people still dying, but there's tons and tons of these mild cases. Um, and you've got tons and tons of reports of long COVID still happening with people reporting that, yeah, they got the mild case, but they still have those symptoms three months, four months, five months later, longer. Um, and sometimes symptoms that get worse later on as well. Um, and, and then, but even aside from like the really bad long COVID cases, just the number of people who are out sick all the time from their jobs, uh, is still causing disruptions. Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, things are getting canceled. Uh, you, you hear about it in terms of, uh, um, all, all kinds of, all kinds of services and things are out there where people are short staffed all the time, just because, there's a significant chunk of people always sick. Right. Yeah. And I mean, but, but you've also got the combination of the sick people and the staffing shortages and so forth that are still in certain industries and areas that just, um, they haven't been able to restaff fully. Um, I mean, there, there's still places where, because, like I've always said, it's it's a lot more complicated to hire people than it is to terminate people. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's the same as you take a puzzle and you could break it up in two seconds, but then taking all those pieces and putting them all back together takes a long time, and that's a, a big thing that's happening with the labor market. And people just don't, well, just just don't get it. Well, why aren't all those jobs filled? And I I, I still remember from many times that I, we, we had, uh, lots of job openings, uh, at companies where I had other hiring managers with open recs where the process was so tiring that a lot of managers sometimes just left recs open for months because they just couldn't be bothered with the, with hiring people because it was just annoying to do so. Mm. You gotta look through resumes you gotta bring in the people you got to interview the people in some cases some of the expectations that that people have regarding the uh the qualifications are unrealistic and so you know they want the perfect candidate they don't these guys don't tick off all the boxes i mean shit i i and i've seen so much of that happen 
that, yeah, people just sometimes paralyze themselves from hiring a good candidate just because they don't have all the certifications or shit like that, which for the most part are all useless. But anyway, so, you know, th- this is why we're still having these shortages. Yes, we still got COVID going around and causing havoc all, all over. Yes, you, uh, you're, you're still positive, and uh, I guess we're just, you know, we're, we're, we're not. Uh, thankfully, not a lot more people are dying right now. Yeah, I, um, I, I, yeah, absolutely. Like we are in terms of deaths, we are in such a much better position than we have been in since almost this thing started. And uh, all the evidence points that all these boosters work. I mean, there there yes. was a chart, you know, recent data, people arguing about the damn boosters. There was a spike in, in, in older people that had uh, that had died, and it wound up, when you looked at the data specifically, that if you looked at the 65 plus that had the, that had the damn boosters, their death rates were, you know, Remained low, maybe just a slight bump, and the the ones that were, you know, uh, unvaccinated just were through the roof. Yeah one one thing I saw earlier today, and I don't have a reference handy. Sorry, I, um, I have the reference. So, but no, give me the, da- the no no the data I, I, I don't know on, no, no, oh, oh, on something I, else I, on something else uh, was that one group of people was looking at the fact that boosted people actually had a higher incidence of the kind of uh, case that I was describing earlier, where mm-hmm. it's not, you're not hospitalized, you're not right. you know, dying, sure. but like they, they were actually more prone to getting sort of the breakthrough infection than a lot of even unvaccinated people. And the potential explanation for it, or maybe it was just unboosted people, not completely unvaccinated. I think it was unboosted people. I think it was unboosted people. You're right. Right. Uh, Vaccinated, but unboosted was getting a lower rate. And from what they were saying is that as best they can tell, that's simply because the people who are fully boosted are being less careful because they're like, oh, I can believe it. Yeah, Be- totally because they're good. like, you know, hey, you know, I'm fully I'm bo- boosted. I don't have to worry this. anymore. Right. I'm just exactly. going to do whatever. Oh, yeah, you know? I, I I totally agree. Yeah. And 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 the thing is that it's all those variables. But look, the data. But look, if you look at the data over 65 that they had collected from uh, October through January, death rates, uh, 65 plus with booster seven per 100,000 vaccinated 24 per 100,000 unvaccinated. 156 per 100,000. Yeah. I mean, look, it's stark, the, the difference, okay, in the data. But then they kept saying, well, the number of, of but there's so many people that are vaccinated or dying. Yes, but you got to look at the rate, not the raw number, because this, the problem is, is that when the... you've got 90% of the people vaccinated, then yes, of course, most of the people that would be dying are. This is called the base rate fallacy. And it's yet another example of people who just are dumb, are innumerate. Let's just, you know, innumerate, innumerate. No, I, you know, I call them fucking dumbasses because (laughs) the thing is that they just, man, this is basic math, you assholes. Well, you know, it's the kind of math that is not well taught too. but yeah, basic math, basic statistics, in, used in practical ways like this, uh, it, you know, people are 
I, you know, in our little world, it's hard to imagine, but so many people find like the concept of percentages hard and intimidating. Look, I will say this. My wife struggles with that, but my wife is smart enough to realize that she does struggle with that and trust people that are, you know, she knows that other people understand it better. And when they explain the number to her, she's like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. These are people, what you've got is a combination of double dumb. They don't, they don't know the math, but they think they're smarter than the people that know the math. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the the one thing that I'll, I'll say is that I feel like we have in everybody's rush to, you know, go back to like, everything's normal. COVID's over. We don't have to worry about it anymore. I mean, yeah, hell, even in my case, I mean, it's because my wife went unmasked to a couple of events because like she had to and her thing, you know, but the, 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 I think we are not yet at the point where we fully understand the long-term ongoing impacts here from loss of productivity, just from people being sick at the level we have now apparently societally accepted that as long as it's sort of like this, we don't care. Um, and let alone the, the number of people that are catching, that have the serious long COVID where it really is like bad enough to be debilitating and keep them from being able to work, et cetera. Um, I think we, we just don't fully understand that yet. And that those effects are bigger than we wish they would be, um, let's say, um, and that we're going to be still learning and figuring that out for a long time. Um, and of course, we're probably still going to have waves where the death numbers get worse too, yeah. because because everybody's like it's done, it's over, why blah 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 blah. Then you know, of course, you know, the new new variant comes up next week, new wave comes in, you know, in the fall where everybody goes back inside, there'll be a wave, blah 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 blah. But having said all that, we're, at the moment, we're like down like 90% or so from a year ago. I, I haven't done an update this week. It was like 89, like a week ago, last time I did an update, but down 90% from same time last year. That's in terms of deaths worldwide. That's saying a lot. I mean, that's, that's much better. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's way, way, way better. Totally agreed. Yeah. But again, but. these other things like the effect of people who are you know, not dying, but still sick. I, I think we haven't fully internalized what all that means. And a lot of people just want to sweep that under, under the rug and ignore it too. Yeah. Okay. Um, your turn. Oh, well, we're, we're, we're litning, we're going to litning it right now without a break. No, we, but let's, let's, I, I, keep it going. A good chunk. I, we need a we need a break of some time here. Before Dad gets mad at me. Yeah. So Alex was saying he wanted to promote his YouTube channel, and I didn't hear what you said. You want a break before we knew another round of two? Of course. We always okay. have a break right after. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll do a break, and uh, you know, I'm this will be a wiki of the day, and I will leave you unmuted so you can comment on it if you wish, and feel okay. free to comment on it if you wish. It's a very, it's a very excited wiki of the day. It is the featured wiki of the day that is current as of the moment that we're recording. Here you go. Do, do, do. Hello, this is Nicole Standard. 
I'm here to let you know about Sam the Curmudgeon's other podcasts, the Wiki of the Day podcasts. Wiki of the Day comes in three varieties, popular, random, and featured. Each highlights a new Wikipedia article each day, they just pick the articles differently. This week on Featured Wiki of the Day, you would have heard this summary for Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels. <laughs> Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels is a 1986 platform game developed and published by Nintendo as the sequel to Super Mario Bros. 1985. The games are similar in style and gameplay, with players controlling Mario or Luigi to rescue the princess from Bowser. The Lost Levels adds a greater level of difficulty and Luigi controls slightly differently from Mario, with reduced ground friction and increased jump height. The Lost Levels also introduces obstacles such as poison mushroom power-ups counterproductive level warps, and midair wind gusts. The game has 32 levels across 8 worlds and 20 bonus levels. The Lost Levels was released in Japan for the Famicom Disk System as Super Mario Bros. 2 on June 3, 1986, following the success of its predecessor. It was developed by Nintendo R&D 4, the team led by Mario creator Shigeru Miyamoto, and designed for players who had mastered the original. Nintendo of America deemed it too difficult for its North American audience and instead chose another game as the region Super Mario Bros. 2, a retrofitted version of the Japanese Doki Doki Panic. The game was renamed The Lost Levels and first released internationally in the 1993 Super Nintendo Entertainment System compilation Super Mario All-Stars. It was later ported to the Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Virtual Console, Wii, Nintendo 3Ds, and Wii U and Nintendo Switch. Reviewers viewed the lost levels as an extension of the original game, especially its difficulty progression. Journalists appreciated the game's challenge when spectating speedruns, and recognized the game as a precursor to the franchise's Keizo subculture in which fans create and share ROM hacks featuring nearly impossible levels. This sequel gave Luigi his first character traits and introduced the poison mushroom item, which has since been used throughout the Mario franchise. The Lost Levels was the most popular game on the disc system, for which it sold about 2.5 million copies. It is remembered among the most difficult Nintendo games. That's all there is to it. See? Fun, entertaining, educational. And short. Okay, now look for and subscribe to the Wiki of the Day family of podcasts on your podcast playing software of choice, or just go to wikioftheday.com to check out our archives. Now back to Curmudgeon's Corner. There you go. Nice. This is a great break. At the end, when it it, when it says it's educational and short, every time I hear that, I in my (laughs) head for some reason I think educational and moist. Uh, which which it isn't. Um, (laughs) It's it's not moist. It's it's not moist at all, but somehow that comes into my head when I hear that. <laughs> and, 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 maybe and, you should you know, change the word just to put maybe, educational. Maybe moist. I should change it. I mean, because this this is your the ver- By the way, just to be clear, like this this is the version of the featured wiki of the day that's for using in breaks in this podcast. It mentions right. this. It, yeah, right. The right. beginning no, and no, no, end are different, that. right? Yeah. You know, so so it's not it it, it it like the actual wiki of the day doesn't even say the whole thing about educational and short because you're already on wiki of the day. It's not encouraging people to go subscribe to it. So anyway, yeah. So Mario, look, I got to admit that I was not one that ever played a a lot of 
any of these Mario games. I played very little of it. The uh, and I I have to admit that I I've tried playing some of the older ones right now on the Nintendo Switch, and I'm not very good at it at all. I I, I did with my son the new uh, Super Mario Odyssey. I got to admit that, I, that him and I played a ton of that, and I played a ton of Super Mario Odyssey, and I got through a lot of the. Uh, you know, because Manu Manu now is a lot better than he could probably do it by himself. But as we were doing it, he wasn't good enough right now, but he's learned enough. I had to help him get through all the tough parts in the in the game to get through the through most of the levels. Um, so, yeah, but I, I'm I, I was not a big Mario playing guy or, or, or was or even when I did play it, I was not very good. Uh, I just. I, I, but I've never played a lot of console games. I, I, I played some on some occasions, but I just never really was that into it. I, I have to admit that most of the, uh, the games that I, I would say are my favorites at arcade style or whatever were, <clears throat> geez, I guess one track mind car racing games. Uh, of course they were. The car of racing, course they of were. Course. Exactly. The car racing outrun which has a reputation for being one of the best ever to do that pole position. Uh, there was a virtual racing one that was like pretty cool. Um, it was pole position two, which had a head to head play. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I basically uh, spent a lot of time really doing those. It's not, I'm not very, my, my interests apparently are not very broad. <laughs> that sense yeah like I, and, and no i i never had the i never had nintendo as a kid at all i had, Not me, I had me neither I, I had my uh i had my vic 20 i had my commodore 64 <laughs> you know i played before i had either of those at home i played on the trs 80 at radio shack Did you get an atari you know no i i, I never i never had a i mean dedicated, i did have it okay i, I, I did I never, have dedicated game consoles i had an atari yeah, I, I had a my, sega my first dedicated game console in my entire life was when I got an Xbox 360 for Alex a oh, few wow. years back. Okay. Okay. You know, uh, before that, I mean, I'd had, you know, I obviously played games on my computers, but they were general purpose computers, not a dedicated gaming. Right, game. right, right, right. Yeah. So, no, we always had a playing console, but I, I will say that the one game that I did play, aside from the car racing games, that I did play a ton of. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I played, uh, for, I, I will say the one that I played the most was Madden football, okay. um, uh, you know, w- which has been around for a long time. And I got to say that, look, I played so much, especially played a lot against my nephew. I played so much against my nephew. He wound up working at EA and he was on the development team for, for Madden football up until like, not that until pretty recently he left for another gaming company like uh recently but he, he said that look all that playing that we did is the reason why it influenced them to wind up doing that as an adult so how crazy is that we spent you know it was like i think we just always played together always played all the time i always be <laughs> i always beat him uh I, I was pretty good at it um so but yeah i mean basically spent you know, and I bought him some gaming consoles. Uh, I bought him a first Xbox. Uh, a part of actually, I, I, we split it because remember when the first Xbox came out, it was so popular. 
But I don't know. We had to buy an aftermarket on eBay. I think it cost like 900 bucks. We had to, I put 300 and I got, we kind of like just, just, you know, I said, now he needs to get an Xbox and we got him. So, but, but yeah, now he works in, now he works at a company called Hip, Hip Games, H-I-H-Y-P Games, like right now, so he's working at right now. So yeah, but anyway, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Very exciting. Um, so was that was gaming systems your first topic yep. of this lightning round or do you have yep. something else no i i, I was that, that was my I, I'm, I'm calling it my first topic i'm calling so, it i'm sticking to it did, well do you have anything else to add to it then because that be or, or do you just have a really short one i mean no that was a really short one so so now i already have to figure out what i want to talk about what's up yes. with that well talk you know, about me talk a little cheating Oh, we already talked about you, so yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. Uh, well, you know, keeping with the theme of like none of the really big newsy topics really struck me this week, and I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about some at some point. I will do another movie. Oh, <gasps> okay. All right. So, so this one I watched in December of last year, December seventh, twenty twenty one. Um, and it was, uh, the 1983 war games. Oh, well, well, you would, this is a rewatch, right? I mean, you'd watched it. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, back, back when it was right, new. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I had recently rewatched it as well. Not that long ago. Okay. And th- this is one of the ones that I will say, you know, like, you know, as, as I've been watching movies, one of the themes is I've. Most of the movies I talk about are not brand new movies. I'm like yeah. not watching like, what is it? The Top Gun sequel came out this week. I'm not yes. going to the movie theater and watching that. You know, I have been contemplating going to it because everybody's been talking such good things about yeah, it. I've, I've heard lots of people say good things, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, damn it. I'm like, I'm going to have but to it, go see it, this It's thing. in the theater Plus only for it's now. Better to go and- yeah, but they say it's better to go see it at the damn IMAX. Yeah, I know, because it's saying big that and it's, it's like, loud yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but one of the themes is I'm not watching the new ones. I'm watching old ones, and sometimes they're really, really old, <clears throat> and sometimes they're just a, a, you know, a decade or two old, whatever. Um, and the question is, do they hold up over time? And some really, really don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and some do, um, I will say war games is one of the ones that I thought held up. I agree um, with you. That movie holds up. Uh, and you know, and maybe some of the like cold war tension isn't felt in exactly the same way as it was back then, but, but, but we, 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 we lived that. Well, we did live that, but like, e- e- even if you didn't though, just given the premise of it, just the back and forth. I mean, yeah, look, some of the computer stuff is silly and blah, blah, blah. Well, but they it did still some holds little up, silly know? things with the computer stuff. Yeah, but still, it holds up. Yes. You know, it, it, it's enjoyable. I liked it. Um, you know, I, I mean, I presume everybody listening to this is familiar with this. Uh, it's 1983. There's, you know, there's this kid who's a hacker he's breaking into computers and just seeing what he can find uh he breaks into um what turns out to be a defense department system with a highly classified computer that's been set up to manage the decisions of when to use nuclear weapons because the 
you know, there'd been a near accident where the, uh, well, there were tasks, a whole bunch of humans were not doing what they were supposed to do right. in these scenarios. So they decided we're going to automate it. The computer is going to know better than the humans and do what they're supposed to do anyway. And of course he accidentally kicks off something that makes the computer start thinking, start a countdown. He, off, he, he kicks war. off a war simulation basically. And the, and the computer is like, okay, we're under war. Okay, great. I got to win. Beautiful. And it was like, because before, and the computer didn't know it was a simulation. So the computer right. was getting ready to actually launch missiles and such. Correct. Because the computer had been set up originally where it was just running simulations and not running the actual, uh, uh, launching the actual systems. But after that failed test where they realized that, uh, the number exactly is 32% of the missile commanders failed to launch their missiles. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. In the exercises. So they decided to put, you know, computers into silos, and, and, you know, in order to actually just directly send the command to launch the missiles. And so the computer was connected to the silos. And so it was like, look, oh, I need to win this game. We're under attack. Great. I need to launch the missiles. Yeah. And so the adventure ensues, the, 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 the defense department picks up this hacker and he's trying, him and his girlfriend are trying to find the guy who designed the computer system, who'd gone into hiding and blah, 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 blah. And you know, it's, it's, it's a fun movie. I, I, I enjoyed rewatching it, you know? Um, and like I said, I say rewatch, like I'm not, I'm not one to rewatch the same thing over and over and over in quick succession. It had probably been at least 20 years since I last watched it, maybe more, but you know, I, Thumbs up. Thumbs up to War Games. Yeah, War Games is a well-made movie, and I I have to say that, uh, I mean, especially, you know, I... I, I told a story that one time we we had, you know, we had satellite TV at my house. You didn't, you, you didn't know what channel you were actually watching, okay, uh, <laughs> at, at the time exactly, and we thought I had a news channel, and there was this damn movie called Countdown to Looking Glass that mm. came on, and the stupid movie, they had this entire uh, big part of the movie was was actually looked like a real live newscast, and it used some real people uh, that were news people, okay, and they were talking about how all of a sudden we were like tumbling into a nuclear confrontation and I almost shit my pants until I realized all of a sudden I'm looking and I run down because I don't recognize this news channel. I'm thinking, who the hell, you know, because there were some news people, but they weren't, you know, this wasn't a channel I used, but of course we had a satellite dish. We had some channels like loose. So I ran downstairs and I went down and I saw and it was on fucking HBO. And I was like, fuck me. I'm like, God, you know, Jesus Christ. Um, So I, I mean, we were tense back then about the possibility of something like that to happen. Okay. That we could, you know, launch a nuclear war and we annihilate everybody. Uh, Yeah. So yeah, that movie was relevant. You, each generation has their own set of things like that, but that was de- that was definitely a part of growing up at the time we grew up. Uh, is the the this sort you of the, the day after movie warfare. came out? Yes, the day after came yeah. out as well. Yeah. Um, now, one one more war games thing before wrapping up. Uh, 
there I have not watched this yet, but there was a 2008 sequel. War Games The Dead Code. It was a direct Oh, I video. heard about that. Yeah, I I think it was garbage. And I think I I've may have sh- tried to watch it and it was just complete rubbish. <laughs> Yes, uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I never have tried to watch it or anything like you said. No. Maybe I will at some point in the future, but yeah, from everything that I understand, it was horrible. Uh, yeah, let's see. I mean, let's start direct to video. Not exactly, really. Uh, you know, uh, bursting your bubble. You know, there to go see it you know uh on rotten tomatoes of three reviews listed two were negative it got i mean jesus three reviews only that's the, it uh, the the rotten tomatoes audience score is 25 percent. ah it's not not the worst you know <laughs> i mean there's a lot of movies with worse i mean so yeah, anyway, may, maybe someday I'll see that. Uh, and, Look at the, I, let's see if no. you recognize any of these actors. Matt Lanter, Amanda Walsh, Calm Faroe, Chuck Shamata, Maxim Roy, Nicholas Wright, Gary Raynecki, Susan Glover. Maybe they're related to Danny Glover. Who knows? Uh, Trevor Hayes. Claudia Furry. Jesus Christ. Nobody. I mean, this is like a list of absolutely people who, who the hell are any of these people? I recognize Claudia Black. You do? Later on in the list. Yeah. Yeah. Claudia Black. Okay. Oh, she, she was, was a Stargate SG1. Okay. Yes. That's why I recognize. Now, now, you know, but but notice Farscape, how this this is yeah, this is like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. This is like twelve names down where you recognize mm-hmm. somebody on this list. It's pretty bad. Yeah, and obviously this wasn't one of the highlights of her career either. Yeah, apparently not. I guess she really like took it off her resume. <laughs> Well, you know, it was probably early. Well, apparently, look, well, no, maybe I'll take this back, but Matt Lanter, I just saw, was in Star Wars Clone Wars and Star Wars The Force Awakens. Okay. But this was one of his first movies, it seems. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, I still don't know who the hell he is. Anyway. Anyway, War Games thumbs up. I cannot speak for this other War Games sequel, but it does not look good. We will disavow. And well, its chances don't look good, I guess, of no. like me liking it. But you, n- you never know. Code. The dead code. Right. <laughs> the code is dead. Long live the code. That, that That's lovely. Okay, so. Does it sound like uh, it should be the tagline or something? Uh, is why i'm not gonna go with the marketing okay so that's two again you want you want another break before we do two more uh no 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 we 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 can do we can do two no no because they were relatively short they're relatively short yes okay okay so it's your turn again it's my turn okay so uh okay so elon musk decided that you know because now he's basically decided to uh well, I guess he had been expressing almost every of his opinions, but I think he's upped the voltage on this. 
Okay. All right. Okay. So now he went and basically uh, sent out uh, uh, a memo to employees that uh, they needed to um, come back to the office. That uh, or else, or else. Um, and there was a the, the the memo was a little bit lengthier. They said they sent the memo. Uh, basically anyone, anyone who the, the line here, uh, it said, this is less than we ask of factory workers. If there are particularly exceptional contributors for whom this is impossible, I will review and approve those exceptions directly. Moreover, the office must be a main Tesla office, not a remote branch office unrelated to the job duties. For example, being responsible for Fremont factory human relations, but having your office be in another state state thanks elon uh and then um somebody asked him on twitter based on that that was a a clip of the note okay um that was sent out hey elon a lot of people are talking about this leaked email any additional comment to people who think coming into work is an antiquated concept on twitter obviously and his response was they should pretend to work somewhere else right and and I'll note also his his statement was, you know, we expect everybody to work at least forty hours, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Not just in the office forty hours, blah blah blah. You know, it's like, you know, yes, lots of people, of course, do work time clock jobs, but most sort of white collar jobs, it's about you know, have you achieved the things you need to achieve, and nobody's like watching the clock when you come in, when you leave, when you go to lunch, blah, blah, blah. This is sounding like he would, he would love to do all that stuff. Oh people. God, man. I mean, he'd, I think he'd have like uh, fucking like punch clocks at the fucking entrance and like have people punch in and punch out. If yeah. You leave do it. I mean, I, I you know, I, 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 the, the whole thing is, um, I, I mean, first of all, this entire thing of just being glib and actually answering this kind of stuff, uh, in public like this, as always, seem to be very irresponsible. Um, I, I, I just, I, I really find that a chief executive of a company should be far more measured with his words because those words have a lot of impact on the morale and the sentiment of the employees. Um, well, and, 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 and on this, and on this particular issue, I, I feel like he's going to find out what a lot of other people who are taking hard lines have been finding is that the result is an employee exodus. Well, but, but Elon Musk has been, you know, he, the, the man has been a turnover machine at that company. <laughs> so, so it's, it's already so bad. It's not worse. Is that what yeah, you're saying? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, th- this is a company that, you know, key executives just turn over on a regular basis. It's, it's, it's not considered a good work environment in general, um, by people. So, uh, it's, it's why so many executives leave. And so and presumably lots of lower level people as well. And a lots of lower level people too. And so, yeah, I mean, it's already not considered a great place to work. Uh, and you know, some companies are successful by n- n- not being great places to work, but yeah, I-, I really think that it makes it a hell of a lot more difficult to get things accomplished when, when this is the kind of, uh, culture that you foster. And so, um, now, it, 
you know, this whole thing, the notion about sitting at a desk for 40 hours. Look, I remember people doing that and they wouldn't do a goddamn thing at, 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 at the office. Okay. These people were not doing anything. They were just, they were just getting coffee, talking yeah. to their friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you, 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 you were mentioning the gossip stuff, gossiping at the water cooler, yeah. talking about the TV they show they just, watched last night. I mean, God, there was, I remember when I joined HP, there was a specific employee that sat right behind us. that was supposed to be in marketing that, uh, showed up late, worked early. And the entire day that she was there was just not doing a fucking thing other than just yakking on the phone with her friends. About a whole bunch of stuff, nothing that had to do with work related. She didn't do a fucking thing that I could see. Not one. And um, shit, I mean, it, it was just crazy. I mean, that she just uh, just was there for for years, literally like this. Um, and... But but and so people will do that. I mean, there's so many people that that just know how to. They will just show up and they will they will punch a clock, but they won't mm-hmm. deliver a damn thing. And you know, a, a lot of that has, uh, you know, I I understand why a, a guy who's kind of a control freak like Elon Musk then. You know, he, he knows about some of this. And so you start extrapolating, well, some people aren't doing their job, then nobody's doing their job and whatever. And I, I, my feeling is that people are going to do their job, whether they're at the desk or they're at home or they're whatever, because if they're, they're responsible, if you hired, you hired the right people, as a matter of fact, what keeps happening right now is what's, what's been happening is that people wind up working almost nonstop all the time. I mean, they wind up, you know, maybe they'll take breaks and they'll do stuff or whatever, but they are, you know, they are, they are definitely paying attention to more work stuff over, you know, over longer periods, including nights, weekends, vacations or whatever. Whereas before they would just, oh, I'm going on vacation. Great. I I, I won't see, I won't do a thing about work. And now it all bleeds into, you know, work bleeds into life and life. Of course, there's some downsides to that too. (laughs) No, I, I, no, I, I, I know there are. Um, but I, I, it's just that this, this, um, but, but it's this thing where people are letting life bleed into work and work bleed into life. So what I'm saying. Okay. And, and for a lot of people, it allows them to be able to work, but at the same time, Hey, be able to pick up their child at school. Hey, yeah. be able to, um, uh, take care of family. Um, you know, uh, other things that, that need, that, that need care, uh, be, you know, shorter commutes. That's a lot less stress, a lot less cost for a lot of people, you know, not driving to, to work every day. I mean, that gets very expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, the, I mean, we've talked about this before. There are a lot of advantages to remote work. And in fact, if it as was as widespread as it could be, like if everybody who could jumped into it with both feet, it could completely remake like real estate markets and even help even political divisions right because people don't yeah. what, don't you know don't have to live in right next to the cities like you could have your major tech employers and you can be working from them you know working from you know nebraska or something this right prefer. now I, I i saw one city that that is struggling with this 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 massive uh influx of people coming in to work remotely towards uh, reading an article about nashville 
and how Nashville is struggling with this massive influx um, of, of people from all over um, uh, and how it's driven up the cost of everything. Um, uh, the, I think if I saw the number, um, it's, it, it was something like about 400,000 people have moved to Nashville over wow. you know, the last. That's a lot. Yeah. For, and, and like for, how big was Nashville big anyway? Big. It wasn't that much bigger yeah. than that. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's, it wasn't, I mean, it's like, um, it's just a, it, it, it was just a, a big number of people that have moved, um, uh, that have moved to the area. Um, and, and, and that, you know, and like I said, that you can remake entire economies and mm-hmm. you can, like a lot of the divisions we have between sort of, you know, rural states and non-rural and, and, and urban states, you know, between the Californias and the Wyoming's and such, if all of a sudden the people who prefer to like live away from cities can do so and still have from 2000. Let me, so yeah. let me get you the number. Sorry. So 2007 to 2017, Nashville added 400,000 people. It went from, Oh God, I just lost the number. Uh, yeah, it grew 20, I mean, 25% more population. I mean, that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so they've been struggling with it. Uh, but at the same time, you talk about remaking politics. <laughs> I mean, I think Tennessee's a state to watch given the influx of people that's coming in. Yeah. And of course, we don't necessarily know the politics of those influx people. But if it's a lot of people moving from, like, say, California to Nashville, right. you get some idea. Right. Right. Although there may be some self-selection effects that the people who move there move there because they want a redder place. Right. You know, there are all Maybe. kinds of effects that we don't understand. Uh, but the point is, like, you know, all sorts of things like uh, the traffic congestion in major cities can be helped immensely by this kind of stuff if it's fully embraced. Now, you know, understood, there are some things that you can't do that, even some white collar things that you can't do that. But there's a lot that you can. And it feels like the companies who are resisting it uh, will be at a competitive disadvantage uh, because there are just a lot of people who are going to not want to be in that environment. Um, no, no, no. They, they, they definitely, yeah, uh, I, I agree. And, um, and, and, you know, and from the company's point of view, you got to think like for a lot of things, I remember early on uh, in the work from home era, you know, there was some article somewhere that said, you know, they had estimated that pro- productivity, maybe you use a, lose a little bit. Maybe. And that even that was questionable. But even if you lost, you know, 10, 15, 20% productivity from people working remote, you can more than make up for that if you close the buildings and don't have those real estate costs. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, uh, and then you can solve like the housing problems in some of these big cities by converting some of these office buildings to apartments and condos. Yep. Yep. Yeah, all kinds of interesting stuff that could be there. And so I I, I think we're still early days in, st- in terms of seeing how it all shakes out. I mean, obviously, there are some potential downsides to work from home as well. I'm not the right person to, to list those off for you. But, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, but there are there are potential trade offs. 
And, uh, but you know, th th there's, there's so much room for innovation here. And I feel like the companies who are willing to just say, we're going to embrace this fully and do as much as we can with it, um, are going to see advantages from it. And, you know, there are some companies that are going 100% remote. Um, I think the, the, the model will probably end up mostly with you having some offices with a smaller group of people there and then lots of people remote. Uh, because there are some people who really want that office space as well because they need the space to get away from the stuff at home because uh, they don't have a good workspace at home, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, yeah, anyway. So, if Eli I, uh, anyway, Elon e is an asshole. Basically. Yeah, that's the recurring theme on Elon is that uh, even if there was some merit to his position, the way that he goes about pushing it is just like the worst possible way. <laughs> because he's an asshole. Right. So while you're talking, you know, there you was, you know, talk, you know, t talking about Elon specifically being an yeah. asshole. I, I, I went and I pulled up something. There was a, there was an article recently about his wife and his divorce. Okay. That mm. somebody pull, pulled up as an interview with his with his ex-wife and basically said that this is this is a rel relatively old interview, right? This is an yeah, ex-wife like from a while ago. Ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. But basically described that the guy was a fucking asshole. <laughs> There's right. just no getting around it. That the guy is a fucking asshole, has always been a fucking asshole, and is just, you know. And and has just, no shame about it. No. He exhibits it constantly in every context. So I was going to say, while you're talking about Elon, any update on the whole Twitter thing? Uh, now he's saying uh, that he's not going to use a margin loan, but um, he still hasn't shown where the fuck he's coming up with his money. Now, of course, he had to, like, as I mentioned, he had to desist on the margin loan because of uh, problems with the interest rate and the cash flow needed to keep it up and uh and the fact that his stock the value had declined so much and so it was a, it, it was a triple whammy there of of circumstances that forced him to move away from that now he's saying that he's going to put more equity into it but it's not clear where that money's coming from and it's still not clear uh right now uh the the strategy that uh, twitter is following is like well it says here we're closing. When the fuck are where, where, when's somebody coming in? We got a contract. Um, but last time we spot last time we talked about this a few weeks ago, you gave it a forty percent chance of closing, sixty percent chance of failing. I'm still on that. I'm still on that. I'm still still on sixty that. forty. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So it's not deteriorating further. It's just still. 60, well, we, well, we haven't heard much more right now is the problem. We just haven't had any new information on it because they've basically gone and like not said a word. Uh, and Elon, you know, just hasn't come up with more information. So we don't know what the hell he's doing. Now, you me you mentioned we, the, the whole premise of this bit was, uh, you know, his statement about work from home at Tesla. Are his other companies continuing to see negative effects from the fact that he's fooling around with this stuff? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, in terms of valuations, well, they were saying that space or, or employees leaving or, you know, we don't know all this stuff. We, we don't know because it's don't private. Know. Yeah, exactly. We don't know. We really don't know. So fun. 
I mean, I would assume the people building rockets also kind of like need to be there building a rocket. Yes. Well, the, 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 obviously manufacturing at this point still requires human beings on site most of the time. Most of the time. Or at least some. Like there's a lot of automation and robots and things like that too. So less people than used to be required for those things. But you still need some people who are actually physically present for quite a few jobs. In fact, manufacturing tends to be one of those. Right. Yeah. Okay. We, we still haven't figured out virtual manufacturing. You know, I bet there's a lot you could do, but still, if something actually breaks down, you're, yeah. you're just going to need somebody to walk over to it and do something. Yes. That's kind of like the way it works. Yeah. Okay. My turn again. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I will be the one to say the gun stuff. Um, and, updates since last week um so first first of all we continue to still learn new stuff about what happened that day in texas um just in the last few days um we've actually even within the last few hours uh we found out for instance that they had said a teacher had propped the door open the teacher did not prop the door open. The teacher actually, when they found out they, they were outside getting some food for their classroom, then they heard the shots. They ran back in. They did close the door behind them. The lock apparently did not work properly. So yeah, they had closed, apparently had locked. propped the door open before with a rock. Okay, they had done that they, before, but they had undone that as like and once the start. Door. They had closed the door before the guy tried to get in. Uh, unfortunately it did not lock. And I guess that's one of the things I have to look into is why didn't it lock? Cause it probably should have locked automatically when they pulled right. the shot. Um, and apparently that, that teacher, because like all kinds of people were talking about how she'd propped the door open and it was all her fault. Um, is like, incredibly traumatized. Like not only did all these people die, but a bunch of people were blaming it on her. Um, and she's like, but I closed the door. Um, uh, so I don't know. We also found out, uh, just recently in the last few hours that the, the, the person who was making the onsite decision to treat it as a barricaded person rather than an active shooter, uh, did not get relayed to them the fact that there were additional 911 calls coming from inside the building. Uh, and so he was not aware of that. However, we also heard that one of the people under his command was on the phone with his wife, who was one of the teachers who was killed while she was in the room and while she died. So if he didn't get that information from 911, he should have heard it from his own people. So there's still a lot of like, what was really going on Jesus there? Christ, what the hell? Yes, what one 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 of the police waiting outside was on his phone on, on the phone with his wife, who was one of the teachers who died. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, so there's there's still a lot of inconsistencies and missing time where we still don't understand exactly what was going on. Uh, the other thing that I'll mention that we've heard not very much about, and I guess some of it is, you know, giving the victim some privacy, but in addition to the 21 killed, there were another 10 children who were shot 
but not killed who are still in the hospital. Good God. Um, and so, you know, we don't hear as much. And I've heard, I heard today a variety of people talking about this, how, you know, the focus is always on the dead, but the survivors are incredibly significantly impacted too. First of all, you get the people who are actually injured. Um, you know, very often, especially from this kind of weapon, those injuries are not trivial. Those injuries are life-changing injuries that will affect them physically for the rest of their lives. I mean, some of them might have gotten lucky and got grazed or something, but, you know, a lot of significant injuries there probably. Um, and let alone the psychological effects of having been in that room, even if you weren't hit at all. If you were one of the kids in that room while all this was going on and you survived and walked out of it, and I have seen interviews with a couple of those kids, this is, you you will never get over that. That is going to affect you for the rest of your life. Hell, even kids like a couple of classrooms down are going to be significantly affected by this stuff. Um, and I've heard some interviews with people who, who survived, who, who were kids at Sandy Hook or kids at Parkland, obviously, who who survived and moved on to other things about how it affects them to this day. So, you know, look in, in thinking about the survivors is also these, important, not just the people who were killed. Not just in these situations, but also in like um, people that come back from war. Yep. Um, we people keep counting the, the exactly like you said, the dead, but forget about those that were injured and traumatized by everything that they saw. Um, and it's just, I, I don't know. We, we do that repeatedly. Uh, we just, we just, you know, oh, they survived. They're fine. No, they're not fine. Uh, they got shot. We saw their friends get killed. Um, I mean, they lived through hell and they can't get it out of their head. Um, but we, people forget about that. They just, I don't know. You survived. You're fine. No. Uh, I mean, there were many kids after Stoneman Douglas that later on committed suicide. Yeah. Um, I mean, the same as it happens with people who come back from, from fighting our wars, being out there. I mean, so many of them wind up being addicted to drugs, killing themselves. Um, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, it's, this is, you know, these are people that need to be taken care of. So. Yeah. And um, on the policy side as well, we, we keep hearing that uh, the, the conversation is con in Congress is more serious and different than it has been in previous cycles. Um, I continue to take, uh, uh, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, McConnell made a comment earlier today that we, we're working on this, but we have to make sure we're completely focused on the real problem, which is mental health and school security, you know? Um, and look, if you make some progress in tangential areas, I guess it's still progress. Like you said, uh, last week, uh, at this point, like... <laughs> you know, take what you can get, 
you know, uh, well, one of the a mental health crisis that we, yeah, are. no, no, definitely. Like, if it's progress, if it's actually useful stuff, let's do it. One of the things I was reminded of, uh, in the discussion over this last week, uh, was apparently after, I think it was after Sandy hook. It may have been after Parkland, uh, there was one effort uh, in Congress, uh, you know, it, it, where the Republicans did offer something. They said, here's what we can agree to, Democrats. And the Democrats nixed it because it wasn't enough. Well, you got nothing instead. Yeah. You know, so I, I think if there's some deal to be made, I think you're right. I, unless it's actually counterproductive. Exactly. It, yes. If it's progress, you have to do it. Yeah. No matter how small, like take yeah. what you can get, uh, you know, the, the given the political situation on the Republican side, if they give you anything, it's, it's almost a miracle. So take what you can get and yeah, work towards elections to, to, to change the dynamics later. But in the meantime, you know, yeah, you can look at that and say, that's all really. But it's more than nothing, so take it. If, Listen, if you got every any. time that we say that's all, really, I always think that in God, that especially in le- legislative, uh, in what happens in our legislature, we always uh, don't see it, even though it does have a lot of effect. I, I I always go back to when the Affordable Care Act was passed. Right, Hano people said, "Really, that's all you did." That's it. This sucks. Mm-hmm. And it really changed a lot of people's lives. Yeah. I mean, it was a significant improvement. There are a lot of things that are better there. And lots of people in red states are benefiting from it too, yeah. whether they know it or not. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it, it, would it have been nice to do more? Of course. Sure. But that doesn't mean that you, you know, and look, I, I've said before, I've always been an incrementalist. Like, I feel like the big, huge changes are the kind that often end up producing a blowback that causes problems. So going slowly actually has some advantages. Um, sometimes you don't, sometimes you have to move fast because something's so bad, but you know, Take as much as you can get. Like I'm not. I'm not saying I'm uh, intentionally pull your punches, but this whole notion of like it's not everything we can we want, so we're not going to accept it at all is just idiotic. Yeah, I'm 100 percent with you on that one. You know, so you know, we'll see what happens of this. I I I I, I give it. You know, I I last week I said maybe a one percent chance of something happening. Maybe I'm up to ten now, basic based on what I've heard. I still feel like the most likely outcome is things fall apart and nothing happens. But, you know, if if that 10% comes up and you can get something that is helpful, then great. Take the something that's helpful. And, you know, in the, in the end, sort of my measurement of that is, you know, like, I, I come back to, like, people measure, like, the number of mass shootings or the number of gun deaths or whatever. All of those are wrong, I think. I th- you have to look at the, you know, the overall number, you know, of violent deaths, period. Like, and I include suicide uh, as well as murder, but the overall right. number of violent deaths, uh, regardless of 
what is whether it's gun based or somebody using some other mechanism. I want to see that going down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been going up the last few years. If that sort of starts leveling off and going back down, then whatever you've done is good. Or even if it's even if the rate of increase slows down, uh, that that's the measure that I I will look at myself. But uh, yeah, like if you if you can get some, and and even even if it doesn't affect that, like if they offer something that is an actual improvement on mental health care, even if it doesn't help deaths, if it's an actual improvement on mental health care, take it. Right. Don't be like this is a distraction from the real issue. No, it's still a real. It's a different real issue. Take it. Take the improvement. You know, again, if it's actually an improvement, even even if it's a small improvement, right. and um, we'll see where they end up. And like I said, I think at the beginning of the show. In the meantime, you know, I, somebody's done. Uh, somebody does the count of the official definition of of. Um, mass shooting and there's been something like 20 of them already since then but there are two major ones that uh that made the news uh one was at uh a a medical center um and then earlier today i think maybe it was yesterday I, i i lose track there was a shooting at a funeral in wisconsin or something you know and then there were you know and there are obviously lots of other smaller examples like you know, and, and, and copycat threats and this and that. And I mean, and uh, in the time after one of the big ones, people are always pulling up ones that would otherwise not even make the news because they're sort of looking for the pattern and, and looking, you know, Oh, look, there's another one there, another one there, another one there, another one there. And like some of these where, you know, three people were shot, and one person died. It's like, oh, yeah, they don't even make the news anymore. They they just, yeah. So, look, I I came from an island that had a uh, for three million people. We had, I know, one year we had over one thousand murders in one year. Now that rate of murder is higher than anything that happens in 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 any state of the union okay uh it, it was more than twice the worst rate of the worst city in the united states something like that it was just it was just um crazy okay and every weekend there were 15 or 20 dead people um uh, on a fucking weekend okay right um and so, but there weren't these mass shootings, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that, that happens here now with this is that you've got these people that all of a sudden become disgruntled, uh, angry about something, and have such easy access to weapons of mass destruction that, that they could just go out and just kill just indiscriminately a massive amount of people in one fell swoop and have so much firepower that even the cops are afraid of engaging them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that, and that's something that is just very, 
Um, right now, because of what's happened with the gun laws in the United States, it's very, um, and even the gun industry, because I saw that the company that sold the, that weapon has a reputation of basically marketing these, these two young people. Right. You know, they have very aggressive marketing of these. Okay. And this is something very American, like right now. Um, But what I, what I want to, you know, disabuse from people is the fact that the U S is more violent than so much of the rest of the world, because it's not, it's not even close. And, you know, in in terms of, and just crime itself in the U.S., the rates are so much lower than most of the world. Is it as low as Japan? No, but most of the world lives in an environment with a lot more violence than what we have, and that and this is just the reality. This is one of those things where often when people are making the comparison, they are comparing to sort of rich European countries and such, uh, which are better than we are for the most part. Um, As you said, also Japan and some other countries. Uh, But yeah, like you said, there are a lot of what's often called the developing world. Uh, that still has, uh, but even like a lot of the developed world in terms of forget about, forget about this type of gun violence. Right. You know, I still remember when I used to go to Spain, that the one thing that I I was worried about, I wasn't worried about getting shot, but I was worried about getting robbed. Right. And that the robbery may, you know, and that, that that there was a, a way bigger level of, 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 of robbery and that the robbery, maybe it's not, I'm going to get killed, but I might get beat up. Mm. from it okay and 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 so and that was a lot more common okay on the street um than in the united states and i i'm pretty sure it still is in a in places like in greece and italy in in, in, a, in a lot of places where you know you've got like in in a lot of major cities where it's just it's a different type of violence but the one thing that that I that I'm why am I saying it? It's not to defend the United States. It's just that it, it it's a thing of like, look, they're used to a different different type of violence, and I don't think that they they could just go and say, well, you know, yeah, we don't have violence. No, it's just it's different. It's endemic. It's it's it happens all the time, and it makes you feel very uh, unsafe on. Uh, uh, um, in a general basis. Now, you don't have these things happen in schools, but you're living with these other things. Um, so, and, Yvonne, and, 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 is the yeah. answer to this that they need more guns? No, because I've seen like in the places where they get guns. I had a friend of mine in Sao Paulo that somebody put a bullet through his windshield in his car. Um, it missed him by about less than a foot. Okay, th- to his head. Um. You put more guns in there, which is you're just going to have an exploding level of violence. It's just not a good thing. Uh, almost every place that you, we've gone where you've got the entire rule of law go down and then guns pour in, what's happened is that gun violence goes out completely out of control. Right. And that's just been, it's just the fact. And so, um, th- no, that is not a solution at all. 
but what 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 I will say, but but what I say is that they shouldn't take like, yeah, we talked about that we had a period of uh, of politics and other things that happened in the United States that it seemed like the U.S. there was a lot less open division mm. than there was now, and people talk about well, it's all falling apart and everything and whatever. I try to keep it a little bit in perspective. I'm like, look, we have these reactions. Our, our sixties and seventies were not, you know, hunky dory days. Okay. No, no. You know, I mean, we had presidents assassinated. I mean, we had, uh, you know, presidential candidates assassinated. Come on, you know, give me a break. Okay. So now they've moved away from that. And now for some reason, these assholes have chosen the super soft targets. I'm just like, what the fuck, man? Um, yeah, someone someone listed uh, earlier, you know, in response to people saying, well, the real issue is, you know, security in the schools and let's make sure there's only one door and blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, yeah. okay. Hospitals, grocery yeah. stores, yeah. you know, performances. Are we doing all this for all this I mean, stuff too? You like, know, is that, uh, it, do we make everything churches? like malls every, yeah churches, everything a, yes. what do we do yeah is everything a prison you know everything just a freaking like you know a fortress i mean what the hell are we doing yeah because that that's oh. the right response and in, instead of dealing with you know the guns or, and the violent or, people just look make everything an armed camp it, the, the three ones that i heard you know including the, the you know you heard the the supermarket shooting the Uvalde shooting and this shooting. All these people acquired a gun right before they went and did the rampage. Yep. Wow. I mean, basically, all those three would have been completely prevented if there had been a freaking uh, ban on those damn guns. Or even a significant waiting period. Or a or significant was, waiting period. Or yes. as was pointed out, all, all three of these... Um, I'm not sure about the, no, the hospital one was an older person, but like a, a significant portion of these recently would have been prevented simply by changing the age from 18 to 21, 21, you know, um, but you combine a waiting period, you combine a, a, you know, getting rid of these damn, you know, stop banning the sale of these fucking guns, you, you know, uh, uh, AR 15s, this stuff, they would have prevented all those three would have been prevented. And, and also just taking seriously, like some of the threats. I mean, like the guy who shot up the school was posting online in various right. places that he would wanted to do something like this and, and it wasn't taken seriously. Yep. Yep. So though the one other thing, uh, and then let's wrap this up. I just want to mention last week, you mentioned the, like the people always bringing up Chicago and you brought up, you know, well, yeah, but they get the guns from Indiana right across the border. The other thing, which I hadn't fully thought of before, but a whole bunch of people have pointed out this week is it, Chicago, Chicago, no, Chicago has a huge population. If you actually put it in per capita terms, Chicago is actually not that bad compared to a lot of other places. Right. It's just um, a very big city. Yeah, you know, there are a lot of southern, highly red, highly gun cultured places that have higher rates of uh of murder and even gun murder compared to Chicago. 
it's just they're much smaller. So the numbers aren't as big. And if you compare it on a state by state basis, Illinois isn't even in like the top 10 states for that kind of stuff. Uh, so it, it's like you were saying before on when we were talking about COVID. Just, yeah, it's 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 understand it's understanding the numbers is actually important to this. And also people trying to gaslight you by intentionally misrepresenting the numbers. And this is our era right now. Our era right now is an era that is run directly by the Banyan Doctrine. Fill the zone with shit. Shit. Make everybody question everything. And that way they don't know what the hell is real anymore and what's not. Yeah. And, and with everybody only listening to their own news sources, then, yeah. you know, if, if you hear Tucker Carlson saying the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, and he's your favorite guy and you watch him every night, guess what perspective you're going to come out of there with? Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, uh, once again, math makes a difference and actually understanding the numbers you're looking at, uh, makes a difference. And in, in so many cases, like, it really like there's there are other cases where other you know there's more complex math but in so many places it really is as simple as you need to be looking at per capita numbers not absolute numbers actually changes a lot right there yep no yep. okay i i suggest yvonne that we do not do a third round and we start wrapping it up here okay all right sounds good okay so here we go. Here's the stuff at the end. I'm very excited. Are you very excited, Yvonne? You know, is Alex sick or are we going to send him back to... I guess he's not sick anymore. We should send him back to school. Because yeah, I hear that, a lot. I'm hearing a lot of Alex. I think he's yeah, ready like, to go back to school. Like partway through the show, he like, I guess, he, you know, when we started, he was like offline oh, down somewhere. I'm sick, mama. Let's get these yeah. go back to school tomorrow. Yeah, he's he's right there. Yeah. He is he is unhappy with what you are suggesting. He he did still have a fever a little while ago, but we'll we'll, we'll see. How yeah, it goes. did he did he put that? Was he faking it? Did he grab a like a little hot bottle or something and like making himself go hot so fever show up? Because I hear a lot of noise over here from somebody who's supposedly having a fever. Let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah, he, he he's definitely. I've seen him trying to manipulate that. I don't know if he's been successful, but uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, as you all know, well, probably most of you, there may be somebody new out there who doesn't, and if so, welcome. Uh, If you want to find out how to get in touch with us and everything else, uh, archive of the show, you know, go back old episodes going back. You know, Yvonne earlier in the show said like, you know, 20 plus years, that's including our college show. Uh, But, you know, the podcast itself has been on forever. Like, I think it was 2007. We've yeah, been doing it's been this 15 years around there. Yeah. yeah th- this is episode 782, 782 weeks in a row. We've done this thing. Mm. Amazing. Uh, but anyway, uh, for the archive, for the ways to contact us, all of that, you can find it on curmudgeons-corner.com. Uh, you can see how to subscribe. Uh, you'll get our Facebook, our Twitter, our email, you know, all that fun stuff. Uh, and importantly, you will also find a link to our Patreon where you can give us a little cash to help with the expenses of the show. I mentioned earlier how on a month-to-month, week-to-week basis, we're actually, you know, we're in the red, you know? So well, you can help out with this. 
Yes. We or are maybe not... we'll just start just broadcasting white noise from now on. Format change starting next week. <laughs> white noise and me going. <laughs> I'm apparently killing Yvonne through that. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, you can find all those things. Uh, uh, If you give us some money on the Patreon uh, at various levels, we will send you uh, um, a postcard, a mug. We'll mention you on the show, all those kinds of things. Uh, And quite important at $2 a month or more, or if you contact us in any way you prefer and ask really nicely, we will invite you to our curmudgeons corner slack where Yvonne and I, and a variety of our listeners are sharing links and discussing the news and our lives and whatever else is going on uh, throughout the week. So Yvonne, as we usually do, and there, there goes the noisy one who needs to go back to school. Uh, anyway, Yvonne, as we usually do, tell us the top three things that were discussed on the Curmudgeons Corner Slack this week that we have not talked about on the show. Or, or shared. Well, I, I did share just today that there is enough energy in our nuclear waste to power the U.S. for 100 years. Nice. Okay. And apparently that there is a way to extract it that is... Can, can I get a Mr. Fusion on my car? I, I know. I want one of those. Yes. I, 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 I like this idea. This is a great idea. Um, so that's one. The second thing is how we uh, uh, shared two stories on the on the Durham probe and how basically it's just been a complete flop that has mm-hmm. found nothing. And the only guy they prosecuted was acquitted. Um, so so that's, you know, Russia hoax. You know, they they were they were what, what was it that he said? They were crossing his cables. They were tapping his wires. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway. I mean, the the the, the bottom line is all of the stuff about the Obama administration behaving in some way improperly in terms of the Russian investigation, or the the Hillary Clinton campaign doing something wrong, uh, have basically all been discounted. There were there was the uh, a couple of minor things where people did do something that was wrong. And there was one other guy who, um, who uh, you mentioned there was one prosecution. There was actually a second where the guy uh, manipulated a document uh, related to Carter page. Mm, yes, uh, yes. He, he was punished for that. He did, you know, so, and, but the, the key to all of these is even when something was not done by the book, the way it was supposed to be, if you look at the overall situation, it did not affect the anything anything and the start of the investigation the course of the investigation like this latest thing was about the stupid alpha bank thing which (laughs) this lawyer did bring it this lawyer who was connected to the clinton campaign in some way did bring it to the attention of the fbi but the fbi looked at it and said this is nonsense and immediately dismissed it and ignored it so it it was the correct thing anyway and of course you know the, the Senate report on the Russia stuff, the Mueller report on the Russia stuff, all showed that there was lots of shady stuff going on there, even if it wasn't something that was directly prosecutable. There was tons of stuff that should not have been happening that was happening. Anyway, 
my my anyway, I, I won't right. repeat my usual rant on okay that. well anyway. i just did i guess right. but okay. i could go longer but i won't go ahead all right number and three number three one, number three is that uh luna 2.0 um you know for those of you the stable coin thing whatever they tried to do a relaunch of it and wild 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 success according to the last report which of course i didn't go check an update right now but maybe you could check to see what the reality is at this point luna 2.0 was down 75 percent from its launch 12 hours it, it, you know it, 12, in 12 hours, hours after launch 12 hours after launch uh right now, now where the, is it the, at? can you can you check no, I, I don't know Oh, fuck. Come on. You know, let's. let's well, like, look, whatever I would look up, by the time people listen to the show, it'll be down another 90%. Who cares? Okay, let's look, see. You, uh, you it look is, it up. I'm, I'm good. Uh, it is now down. Um, Wait. Make I sure you're looking at Luna here. 2, not the original Luna. Yeah, Luna 2. Okay, Luna 2. Which the original Luna, by the way, is still around and still way, way down, as is the stable coin that was related to it. The original Luna is basically zero, but it's not actually zero. It's still some residual thing there. Yes, yes. uh, Okay, here's chart is populating. Um, Man, this is taking a while to populate. (laughs) Well, it's... I mean, am I reading this should, right? Should, should I make some boop boop noises again? I can do another yeah, little song. Yes. Um. Okay. I'm not going to claim to know. Yeah, I'm not going to claim to say that this is accurate because I'm not very familiar with with these. But yes, according to the one. Uh, I, I, I pulled up, it, it, it's saying zero for the new one or for the yeah. old one for the you new sure it's one. the new one Luna 2.0 price chart and it's showing y- yeah. 0.00221091. Oh yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's, it's. It it looks like according to this data that I'm looking at, it's completely just imploded again. It's 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 back to being again worthless. So wait, wait, okay, if we're gonna do this, like I have a June first uh, uh, article, Terra's Luna 2 token see price explode over Binance listing June 1st. Well, I'm looking at this chart right here, and it's showing that it is at 0.06494. It had opened, uh, yeah, the the highest price I saw here was a high of 39.175. Yeah, now I'm looking at a Luna 2 US dollar chart uh, where it is now, it's, it's, it's down from where it was, but it's not, it's not even in its five day low right now so okay but but it's not doing great anyway so i i I have it i don't know uh up up to eight on may 28th down to anyway whatever anyway they're all they're all it's all it's it's, it's, it's shit coin whatever anyway it's shit coin yeah anyway yes um 
Oh yeah, and we 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 had that one guy lose his bored ape too. Oh, the ape, Seth Green. Seth Green. Yeah, lost he his lost his ape. ape. Yeah. I, I I I my son asked me if I wanted a gorilla as a pet. I said no. Probably a good choice. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And, and my wife, you know those super bouncy balls. Yes. Um. She decided to try to bounce one in the house. Didn't really understand the implications of that. Let's just say that that I stopped that real quick. Just as long as it wasn't the huge one I gave you. No, it was not. I don't, I'm not sure where that one is. I got to find it. It's got to be around somewhere. I know I didn't throw it out, but it was a smaller one, but it was big. Yeah. Uh, let's just say that I said, honey, that's not a good idea. Honey, honey. Then all of a sudden our picture frames are rolling down like pinball, you know, like, 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 like pins on a bowling alley. And I'm like, okay, that's it. Enough with the ball. It's going away. And with that, let's say goodbye. Uh, Hey, everybody have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, all of that kind of stuff. Um, And uh, tell your friends about the show. Send them here. Uh, Tell them how stupid it is and how mean dad is and everything. Yeah. And alexemzala.com for his stuff. Uh, If you, And uh, that's it. Hey, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.